Welcome to our very first podcast. My name is Rorla. They call me Inez. And I'm here with my guest, Judy, Judy Wright. And today we're just going to talk about things that we talk about when we do lunch. We have some awesome conversations, and we are just going to uh, invite you to join with us in our conversation. So how are you doing today, Judy? I'm doing great. <laughs> it's a blessed day today. Amen. It is. So when I talk, spoke with you last, um, you were talking about uh, just people being serious about their walk with God. Is that correct? Yes. Is that still what's on your heart? Oh, yes. Yes. It's always serious. Uh, subject with me that uh, we seem to put God second and uh, our life first. Yes. Yes. You know, I thought about that after I spoke with you, and I wonder if people know what that really means. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people think going to church is how they put God first. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times you don't hear uh, from the pulpit, unfortunately, uh, the pastors, preachers talk about what it means to put God first, what it means to literally be a Christian. It's not, it's more, they may say it's more than just going to church. So why don't we just address that, you know, sure. something uh, about um, just how, how it's more than just going to church, you know? Yes, and I know we talked about this the other day, but um, heard a uh, someone on the radio talking about a surrendered life. And um, that, you know, until you surrender and submit to the Lord, uh, life your life will be ahead of God. Mm -hmm. It's that surrendering, and that's the difficult part. Mm hmm I think it is, and I think a lot of times, just back where I say, a lot of times I don't think people know what that means, to mm -mm, surrender. No. And, and, and one thing I find, um, as you're walking with the Lord, it takes reading his word Amen. to strengthen, to even, you know, it says that we're uh, transformed by the renewing of our minds as we read the Bible. And, and I don't think you can even began to walk with God if you don't have his word, his strength from the Holy Spirit. She began to do that. And uh, after I spoke with you the other day, I literally was thinking, okay, if I was a new Christian, I couldn't say to you, I want to surrender my life because I don't even know. Don't what even it means. know. Yeah, I don't absolutely know what absolutely. it means. Absolutely. And it took me, and I know you, it took me a, a long time to learn to do that. And it was only asking God to help me surrender that over a period of a lot, I'm still, I'm still surrendering parts of my life to him because mm -hmm. it's an ongoing. It is. It is. It is. So what I took that and I ran with it because I'm trying, I want, I would like to leave something with our guests, uh, something that they may not have thought about, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to surrender. So let's say we, we, we become Christians. Uh, one thing that's really I think it's vital, like I said, is to read the word. And my daughter, my youngest one, when, when she, she actually led her little friend to the Lord, and she put it so clear to, to the little girl. She said to her, 
She said, now that you have Jesus in your life, this, this Bible is his food, and you have to feed him. You have to keep reading this word. And, feed, and there's mm-hmm. nothing clearer than that. Yeah. It, it's his food. Yeah. And so once we be, that word begins to transform us, it, be, it begins to make us look, see things differently. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it opens the blind mm-hmm. eyes, literally. literally. You know, it opens them up. And the Holy Spirit is what opens up our eyes, too. We mm-hmm. have to be uh, spirit-filled mm-hmm. to and keep asking for more. Mm-hmm. I, I daily ask for more of him, less of myself. Exactly. That duty just disappears, and there's just Jesus left. Mm-hmm. And it's an act of will. It's our will that we have to surrender mm-hmm. to him. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that we don't want to do. I know. We look at it as if it's something like, someone like God's commanding all these things I have to change I have to do all this when it's the total opposite the more you're in his presence the more you're reading his word the more your desires turn to want to do the things that he wants to do and so when people come to the Lord no you don't have to give anything up he'll take you exactly like you are you can be strung out on drugs (laughs) you can be a hobo he does not care he'll take you because he transformed us from within yes. and and it's such a powerful um thing that happens in our life as we have that word mm-hmm. and 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 i think uh I, if i had anything to wish i wish people just read the bible just yes. read just read you don't know what read to, just read yes. because it's such a life-changing thing yes. i thought also what about what you were saying um when you were talking about even you were talking about uh, we were talking about a lot of things the last couple of days yeah. about the time the the tithing of the time mm-hmm. our time, time yeah. um, and the um, and I thought about that because my daughter had went on a eleven countries eleven month missions trip and I started this little thing I call it thirty seven days in the wilderness but I decided I'm going to tithe two hours and forty minutes of my time twelve midnight yes. to two forty and do you know I just got up. Mm-hmm. I took a nap like eight o'clock in the in the. Yeah. And I know I'm going. I'm just talking. I know we're, we jump yes. from one subject <laughs> to the next. <laughs> but the two things that we were talking about lately are the two things that stuck yeah. with me. That's what what makes me bring this up. But anyway, I I got that time in with the Lord. I just got up at eleven thirty, and and got into my room. And just by twelve o'clock, I was ready to just. It was just me and God. And I am telling you, there was no. I can't even tell you mm-hmm. the feeling every day that was such a blessed time to just give him yes. the first, yeah. give him the first yeah. of my time. Yes. <clears throat> and um, I find my time is like first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my mornings and I don't have to be anywhere as a rule. If I do, um, then the time is much shorter. But sometimes I can start, you know, early in the morning, 637. It might be eleven o'clock, and I'm like, I gotta get up and do something instead. Get you know out of the word, get out of this communication with him because I love to talk to him, mm-hmm. and I love to listen to him. Mm-hmm. I know. And it it the more you fall in love with him, the more you want to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. And it's stuff that's not done by our own strength. No. That's that's no. <laughs> that's what I want. Um, it's just nothing that we can no. just make happen. You know, we can't just say, I'm going to just be a good person or I'm just no. going to 
yes. decide I'm going to give the life my Lord without it being a heart transformation. Heart transformation and a will, mm -hmm. our will. Yes. We have to have, let him subdue our will for ourselves mm -hmm. and uh, make our will uh, for him. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, you have to absolutely want him to do that, mm -hmm. take over. Yeah. I mean, it has to be something you desire. Yeah. And uh, working at it without desiring it, you're going to be frustrated. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. You'll be the people everyone's looking at yeah. <laughs> saying, are they a Christian? Because they're struggling their own strength. Yes. And I'm not saying Christians are perfect, but it'll be you struggling and yeah. frustrated in your own strength. Um, so one of the biggest things that I find, I haven't done the morning thing since then, but yeah. it was so such an awesome yes. time. But when I do get up in the mornings, which I do as well, me mm -hmm. and you both, we're yeah. like, we put God first and we get up, we have our God time. I, I don't like when it's short. No. You know, it's like. Hurried. No. When yeah. it's hurried, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, no, I'm going to just take as much time as I need because I just really, mm -hmm. really want to seek him and seek and seek his will. And I don't think I know anyone. Um, I think, are we the only two left? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. We love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And, and, and you were, you know, you were talking about being Christian. And I like to think now, because a lot of people say they're a Christian because they believe in God, period. And uh, I like to say uh, I'm a believer mm -hmm. because I believe what the word says. Mm -hmm. And I believe in God. And I believe he's Lord of my life. Uh, and that's the difference mm -hmm. than just believe, saying, oh, yeah, I, um, I believe in God. Well, there's a lot more to that. Well, the Bible says devils believe, too, yeah, and they tremble. They do. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yes, yeah, they do. And, and that's a good point right there. Um, one of the things I find, because we're human and we have our human struggles, there are certain ordinances that the Bible has instituted that a lot of people take. They don't realize the power it has when you do them, like baptism. Yes. Uh, they don't realize that that's dying to your old self. Yes. And when you come out of that yeah. water, if you if you go in believing that and you come out, that power of sin that you've had, it's, it's like a sinful nature. that It says it's an operation of God. He does with us. But there's a sinful nature that's literally broken off yeah. of us. And we all struggle. We all have like an inner propensity to sin. It's called an iniquity. It's flesh. Yes, and it's <laughs> called an iniquity. And a lot of people don't realize that once they go into the waters of baptism, it's, you don't, you, you die to that struggle, that old man and God literally does an operation on you. And when you come up, you're risen with Christ, it says. And, and, and when you believe that, when that little weakness comes back, you will know you have power over mm -hmm. that. And it's like, no, I don't I don't have to lie anymore yeah. because I died to that. Yeah. And and but a lot of people just a lot of churches, unfortunately, not bashing a church, but a lot of them just say you have to get baptized and yep. because it's the thing to do, but yeah. no one knows the power in it. There's so much power. And it's a commandment mm -hmm. that we do because Jesus sent John the Baptist, go preach the baptism of repentance. And it's showing that you repented. 
So you're disobeying. Have you repented? God said, do this. This is the showing that you have repented. Um, And a lot of people don't even do that, or they do it without the right meaning, and they still struggle. I like the visual of Christ rising up out of the water. I've seen pictures depicted of him rising up out of the water and the doves descending Mm -hmm. and the Lord saying, and God saying, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And I always like to think of that when I am part of a baptism service. I always like Mm -hmm. to think when they come up Mm -hmm. of that, Mm -hmm. uh, John and I were baptized in the Jordan river Mm. in Israel. And uh, yes, Yes, you cannot, there's just not enough words to tell you the power of that mm-hmm. baptism, which most people don't mm-hmm. get to, to do. But if you ever go to Israel, please do that. Yeah, I will when they come up with those uh, things where they can teleport to Israel. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a 15-hour <coughs> drive or flight. flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a long way, but well worth it, mm-hmm. well worth it. And we were very blessed able to go that's awesome that's awesome i um oh like you say you visualize the yes the dove yeah i visualize the lord in there taking your sin and yes. the water's turning black and when you rise up you're white right. so i literally see him at the end waiting to take that sinful nature yeah, yeah. I, I, that I, stays <coughs> in the water mm-hmm it does not come up it with you. It does not come up with you. Yeah. So I love uh, when I see that. <coughs> so anyway, one of the other things that I want to um, talk about, and I know this is our first podcast, and we're just spelling things out, but one of the other things that I wanted to mention, and, that, and I think you and I both agree, um, and I'm going back to the um, – the other thing you were talking about the other day yes. about the temple. Yes. Like we're the temple of the Lord. And Jesus, you know, it said Moses was was a, over a house, you know, and it says Jesus is a son over his own house. And um, whose house are we, it says. Yes. And when you realize that, and I know I'm hopping all over, yeah. I'm going off the three <laughs> conversations we had a week ago. <laughs> Because I just wanted, my mind just, you know, I just yes. want to talk about that too. Uh, but we had talked about uh, our, our bodies being the temple of the Holy Spirit and Christ really literally being with us wherever we go. And one of the um, the biggest things I, I find uh, when, I, I, when I realize that is more, not so much, it's not like I go and do things that I shouldn't, that no. he's with me. But more than anything, when I need someone near, he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. when I need, oh, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of something. Or, you know, just yeah. want some type of comfort. It's like, you know what, you're really right here with me. You're really right here with me. And, and, and if you really, really believe that and really take that to heart, that the fact that we're his temple, and God lives in us. The creator, the guy, God who created the heaven and the earth is dwelling within me, you know, through his son, Jesus Christ, as we have received yes, him. Yes, we are. And, and he's living in me. Um, 
I'll sit sometimes and my mind's blowed that the same God that parted the Red Sea yes. lives in me. The same God that spoke the world into existence is living in me. And <clears throat> if we allow him, he will lead us mm-hmm. in the paths he would have us to follow. Mm-hmm. And that's where that will comes in and that desire to surrender. Because mm-hmm. uh, my favorite uh, Psalm verse is 139, Psalm 139, 16. That he wrote all my days in his book before there were any of them. Mm-hmm. And when I got hold of that verse, all of a sudden I'm like, why wouldn't I want the day he wrote in the book? Why am I trying to create my own day? <laughs> Please, Lord, give me the day you wrote in your book. And yeah. so each morning I ask him for that. Yeah. Whatever you wrote in the book, it may be a, a, a no, it may not be the best day in your life. <clears throat> and but he wrote it in the book for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lesson in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I live by that. Yeah. Give me the day you wrote in the book, mm-hmm. in your book, before I was even, before the world was even mm. created. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I know this. The further on, verse yeah. 23 and 24, yeah. I love to search, search me, oh me. God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts. Yeah. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And it's funny because back to that 37-day-in-the-wilderness thing I was talking yeah. about that I made up, uh, one of the, that was our scripture, our, my scripture that I had us uh, saying like every hour. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, me and the, my daughters and a couple friends of ours, her, theirs, uh, so every hour we were quoting that scripture. And you'll be amazed at how much stuff was coming up. He mm-hmm. was searching us and showing us some crap. And we yeah. were like, "Yeah, this is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is unbelievable. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. He loves to show us our <sighs> sinful side. Yes. Yeah. And and mean it when you say that scripture. Yeah. This is something interesting that I was last night just reading the Bible. And I was reading uh, Matthew 14, 28, when uh, Jesus came walking on the water. Um, he came walking on the water. And he, um, Peter, and he said, be not afraid, be of good mm-hmm. courage, it is me. And I'm looking at my notes because I wrote some stuff down. So, yeah. Now, it was already windy, and they were in the boat. And so he, um, he said, be not afraid, be of good cheer, it is I. When he said, it is I, it's funny because that means um, I exist. And then it talks about, like, I am. I exist when he said it's I. So he was telling them, don't be afraid. So Peter said to him, if it's you, Lord, command, and the King James Version says, bid that I come out with to you. And that's even knowing his power, like the centurion Mm -hmm. said to him, just say the word. I got servants under me that do this. They come and go as I please. And if, if so, just speak the word and they'll listen. When Peter said command, I mean, bid me to come out, it means command me. Command. It's like what we do when we say, in the name of Jesus, you do this, you know. He said, command that I come out. So Jesus himself said, come, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And when he said, come, he that that is accompany me, come. So when, she, when Peter went out on the water, he noticed that the wind was blowing and it was boisterous. He became afraid. And that afraid is he became, he gave reverence to that water, to that storm. Yes. 
you know. That became greater. Yeah, it became Christ. greater than yeah. Christ and him. So he gave reverence to that. His fear was mm-hmm. reverent fear for that storm. And so I wonder if when Jesus came and he said, don't be afraid, he wasn't saying don't be afraid because I'm a, I look like a ghost yeah. walking on the water. <laughs> I wonder if he was saying, don't be afraid. It's windy. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid of that. Don't give reverence to that, you know. So it's just something, a little thing yeah. I thought about. <clears throat> yeah, spirit of fear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came, came over him, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I copied this down from uh, something. It says, this year I want to be more like Jesus. And they gave out some different uh, things, you know, like hang out with sinners and upset religious people. Mm-hmm. Tell stories that make people think Mm -hmm. and choose unpopular friends. Mm. And that's big. (laughs) That is. I mean, you know, um, be kind, loving, and merciful. But the best one I liked on it was his take naps on boats. (laughs) And I thought about Jesus when there was the storm and he's sleeping in the boat and the disciples are freaking out, you know. Mm -hmm. And they go, Why are you sleeping? And he's like, What's a storm? I know. I know. Speaking of that, I'm glad you mentioned that. Do you have more to sh- share? No. Okay. That's, that was Speaking of that, it's funny because um, the Lord had showed me it's funny because because we're his temple. Mm-hmm. When we worry, when we don't trust yes. him, he's like in us and it's causing him to, him. to rock and not get rest. Yeah. In Isaiah 66, 1, when it says, heaven is my Heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's the place that you've built? Where's the place of my rest? Uh, uh, and he's in us. Where's the place of his rest? He wants to rest in us. Uh, and when we worry, when we have doubt, all of that stuff causes our us to like be those in the boat that's causing yes. the waves. We're the ones yeah. that are saying, why is he sleeping? Yes. <laughs> And he wants to sleep. He he, yeah. he wants to sleep. He's not worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's the house that you build unto me, and where's the place of my rest? Yeah. And so if we're his house where we, we're building as we allow him to do the work in our lives. Uh, but it's like, where's the place of his rest? So if, we, if he's in us, he wants to yeah. rest. So anything that's not of mm-hmm. faith, anything that's yes. not trusting, yeah. Anything that's not any fear, any fear, he's not resting. Mm-mm. So he really literally wants mm-hmm. us to walk in a way to where we trust him 100 percent totally. We have faith in him 100 in what his word says. And we know faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Yeah. So back to the word yeah. that is yeah. so vital for a Christian to have. It is. It is. <clears throat> and. uh also, I don't think a lot of people realize that there's a supernatural faith that's one of the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Faith is one of the gifts. Mm-hmm. And I, that faith goes beyond just everyday faith. Mm-hmm. That's the, I call it supernatural mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. That you just believe because you believe because he's God and mm-hmm. what he says is true and you're, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's something that I asked one of the gifts of the spirit that I wanted was that gift of faith, mm-hmm. supernatural faith mm-hmm. that just doesn't falter. I know. When I first became a Christian, the first thing I opened up is when the Lord opened mm-hmm. the earth and swallowed some people. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, what did I get myself <laughs> into? <laughs> so I read that, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to close this Bible, and I'm going to start at the beginning. 
So I opened it up and came to the beginning. God said, when he said, let there be light, I did not believe. I'm thinking, you're right. I said, you know what? I said, if you want me to believe this one, you just got to make me believe it because I don't buy that. I shut the Bible instantly. I believed it. And I thought, hmm, okay. (laughs) And from then on, I believed everything that's in that word. Yeah. So, But it's funny because I just, it was far-fetched. But a lot of the, it is a spiritual thing, and we have to allow him to, um, to allow our hearts to be open mm-hmm. to him, to allow him to, to work. So so that's a big thing. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a big thing. <coughs> I had this, um, it was this other scripture. Oh, back to that when he said, come to Peter. Mm-hmm. That's the same come that's in Revelations twenty two seventeen. When it, um, and I'm gonna turn there real quick. I don't want to. I'm definitely we're not claiming to be no scholars. We're just two people talking. <laughs> yes. Uh, twenty two seventeen. When he said, "The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely." That same come is mean, it's, it's, it's his commanding. Yes. Just like he told, Peter said, bid me, command me to mm-hmm. come. And he said, come. It's his command, come. Come. And I want to even say, you know what, Lord, command me to come. You know, I want to say, command me to come. Yes. And just like Peter said, command me to come. And so it's like, command me to do these things, yes. Lord. Command me, you speak the word, but he did speak the word. His word, it's his word, what he spoke. <laughs> yes. You know. If you're willing to be used, he will use you. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to be a servant, mm-hmm. but there is testing in that. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to be ready to be tested mm-hmm. because do you really mean it? Mm-hmm. We're going to test that mm-hmm. and see how, how willing you are because I know he's asked me to do some things and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's. You know, I have all these reasons why I can't do it. <laughs> and, of course, uh, if I do it, I am so blessed by it. So I've learned mm-hmm. uh, over time that if he asked me to do it, okay, I know you'll somehow help me do that. Yeah, just like I was telling you the other day about yeah. that Friday morning service I had. Yeah. And I just, every, each each week I that I've had the service, first I got a message like the week before. Then as it came up, it's like, okay, I got it four days before, mm-hmm. then three days before, then two. It went mm-hmm. down to, and I knew he asked me to do that, and it was down to the message. The people were at the church. I was ready to preach and had no words to preach. And I, like I said, I just looked at the book and asked the piano player, what is this song? As soon as she played two notes, I got my message. It's like, okay, that was pretty okay. close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, but I got my message. And a lot of times, if he if he called you, he'll, he'll equip, equip you. you. He'll equip Always you. will. Yeah. And it's not in your eloquent, elegance, is that the word? Eloquent. Eloquence. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's not in your no. your ability. No. You know, and not I. Not in my strength whatsoever. No, and I've learned that a long time ago. I do not try to, it's like, okay, you know I stutter with my words. You know I might not pronounce the words mm-hmm. right, but if you call me to speak, then yeah. I don't care. You must yes. want me to say, an un, you know, not pronouncing them right. So. And he's got the message if you'll be open mm-hmm. to let him, you know. I know many times uh, 
and my husband John would think he's going to talk. He would have it written out, mm-hmm. and what he got up there and said was nothing they had on the paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord would just say, "No, you're not saying that." Right, right. And uh, he got so he he wouldn't even write it anymore. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame him. You know, it's hard. A lot of times like that, I'll just, I if I know I have something to say, just give me the main scripture. Yeah. Just give me the main point, and you just start talking when, when it's time because nothing ever is too much like you think, you know. I guess some people that are teachers, you have specific. I don't have an outline. Yes, you have the outline. With me, just give me the, I'll have a point like, uh, just a little point like this, that conference idea, what are you expecting? He was just giving me little hints on things, and it's like, okay, then yeah. you have to run with the rest. But he, but he's faithful. He's faithful to do that. And I know you had a message you were going to do yesterday. Did that uh, God give you a message uh, to um, to share? You know, you were subbing. The pastor couldn't make it, and you were. Oh, last night at last prayer night. meeting, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. It was very short, mm-hmm. and there was not a whole lot of people that turned up <coughs> for a prayer meeting. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I I really couldn't nail anything down, so I just said, okay, we'll wing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's into winging, yeah, because evidently it, he doesn't have anything he's putting in my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I do love is as we read the word, and you you read the word. When there are times where he's not giving you anything, you already have this word, and you can just grab anything yes. out of it, like what I'm doing. Apparently, yeah. it sounds like that today uh, because I'm bouncing. But, no, I'm really bouncing because these things are what I was thinking yesterday, and I'm thinking, I want to cover these things. But you have the word, and you can just take it and share yes. the word. That's the one thing I do love about it if he's not specifically giving you a word for anything. Yeah, I have, I do a Bible study on Tuesday nights, and there are younger gals in there, and uh, they're such sponges. Mm-hmm. I just love it because um, they are really, you know, uh, young mothers, and uh, just and I and I tell them, I said, your whole life is before you. You've got so much that's going to happen to you, and I said, you need this word in you. Mm-hmm. You need to know it because when life rises up and uh, happens. You're going to need to get to the end of this word. This is what's going to give you, get you through it. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun because they are uh, just drinking all that mm-hmm. in. And I'm hoping that when they do go through some str- uh, struggles and trials and tribulations, which we mm-hmm. all do, mm-hmm. they will pick up that word. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they will open it up and look in there and see what the Lord has to give them. Yes. You know, uh, when I... You know how when you're first saved, even now we want to know, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Yeah. But I used to bug my sister. Uh, I said, what does God plan for me? What does he want me to do? And she said, well, if you don't know what to do, do what you know. Read the word. Every time I talk to her, if you don't know what to do, do what yeah. you know. Read the word. And I, that's what I say to people. Yes. If you don't know what you to do, do what you know. Read the word. Read the word. And you will be surprised that sooner or later that word will start talk. It will mm-hmm. start answering scriptures that you didn't know it's like wait a second i read that scripture some uh, uh, earlier that's what that means you know it just began yes. to open up the, open up to you the scriptures mm-hmm. here's a um awesome testimony it's my youngest daughter awesome testimony on the word she was a little rambunctious let's just say that word <laughs> when she was little <laughs> and
and I know I'm getting the dates wrong, but it might have been from age 14 to 16, she decided to read a chapter a day. I think it took over two years. When she finished reading that Bible, she was a totally changed person. I believe a totally changed person. And it is, you know, so much power in Ephesians uh, chapter 6. It talks about the word of God being powerful, being quick and powerful than any two-edged sword. I'm going to read it exactly because it, it is. I'm not going to try to pretend I know it and then mess it up. Oh, yes, that was a favorite mm -hmm. uh, scripture that John quoted all the time. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to find it again. But it talks about the word of God being quick and powerful, powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, right. piercing to even the right, even to the marrow of the, of the soul and the spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't see it, but you guys got the gist. You have the gist yeah. of it. But um, anyway, that word is such. So It's powerful. living. It's life. Yeah. Powerful. Mm -hmm. I know I have a small ministry that I just send out. I don't know. The Lord will tell me to send a scripture out. It might be to pastors or mm -hmm. people or whatever. I don't know. He, he just gives me, I'm reading it, and he says, send that. Mm -hmm. And I get back, you know, how did you know? I said, God, I didn't know mm -hmm. that you needed that scripture. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful it is. It is. He can use anybody and uh, everybody to minister to others. And that's to be willing. That's where the where you have to be submitted and surrendered to be used, mm -hmm. and let him, you know. And then I'm sending it out. I'm thinking, well, okay, whatever. Right. But it did. It was his message to that that person. Right. Good thing I didn't claim to be a scholar because that's in Hebrews chapter four twelve. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole armor oh, of God that's in Ephesians 6, but it's Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts right. and intents of the heart. You know, and I did a little Bible lesson once with the kids. I took um, a piece of paper, just cut it in a shape, and glued it, it glued two pieces of paper together, and I wrote soul on one side and spirit on the mm -hmm. other. I said, the word of God can divide this without having, I, I had them first. I said, try to peel this apart and not have one color yeah. on the other color. And they're trying to peel it, and some of the pink got on the white, mm -hmm. and, you know, and they couldn't get it. I said, as you know, the word of God can divide this without having any of the color running off onto the other, mm -hmm. you know. And that's just how sharp. How, how sharp it is. So his word is really good. Yes. I love his word and I can't get enough of it. I mm -hmm. really the more I read, the more I want to read. Uh a group, there's about four or five of us that are we were looking for a Bible study that was really in depth and mm -hmm. um so anyway, we came up with we're going to do the book of Ezekiel. Do you want to join? Mm, that sounds we good. said that's a book nobody ever talks about. <laughs> And so we thought, let's dig into Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. We're only going to meet once a month, so it's not a, you know, it'll be something we'll look forward to, mm -hmm. and, and we can set aside that time in the evening. Mm -hmm. But the book of Ezekiel, mm -hmm. and then we talked about Daniel, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a deep that's book. That's a deep book. Yeah. But that's what we wanted, just something that deep. we had to kind of 
you know, go into going, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's this about? Yes. Oh, that sounds like a good yeah. Bible study. Maybe I will join yeah. in that one because I, 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 when I go through the Bible in a year, I have that book. When I get to Ezekiel, I think the only part I don't like in it, <laughs> I guess this part is when, um, I, it's not that I don't like it. The one part I think is actually awesome is when he shares a word and later on his wife dies, but he still continues. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's just going yeah, on. That's, that's yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah, you know, he got up to share the word, but then later his, his wife died. Then he gets up and shares the word. I'm thinking he act like it was no big deal, but it's in it. I see how committed he was to God and how he realizes that nothing this earth mm. is lasting. Nothing on this earth matters. And probably thinking I'll see her again anyway. Yes. But he was so nonchalantly saying in the morning, my wa- in the evening, my wife died, and he did this. And I'm thinking, hmm. that that's an interesting thing. But that seems like a real, real good. Bible yeah, study. be interesting to get into that scripture and kind of dig around a little bit too. You know, mm-hmm. find some confirming uh, scriptures mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're looking for. Is kind of right something that. Mean they'll understand and they yes. want to. Yes, and allow the Lord to open the yes. door, open the your mind up to uh, what He's what trying he's to got. say in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, those are the kind I really like, really digging into the Word, yeah, getting the meat of the Word, eat the meat of mm-hmm. it. And that's sort of what we're word. looking at. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what, Judy, I yeah. enjoyed speaking with you today. We're a little shorter than what we probably will will be uh, at another later date. Um, but I really enjoyed yes. talking to you, yeah. and I hope the listeners out there might have gleaned something from it. Oh, like it was just like if we were sitting across the table, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, having a cup of coffee and yes. chit-chatting. Yes, so like I said, we're not claiming to be Bible no. scholars. <laughs> we're claiming to be just two people who love the Lord. And sometimes, every now and then, we have some... Every time we talk, we have some good things to talk. But if hopefully there's something that our listeners can mm-hmm. just pick up and say, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, this. And um, and know that, that God is just here with us. I mean, it, you know, he's part of our every day. He's, he's part of our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you and I, we never get together, but what we're not sharing what right. God is doing in our mm-hmm. lives, too. That's right. Because that's what we do I think I don't think it's nothing we do outside of reading this word of God you know and or just spending time with the Lord so that's the only thing that I know that what goes in is what comes out so that's the only thing we know which is really good because it's awesome to not forsake the assembling of yourselves um and it's awesome to have that fellowship iron sharpens iron yes and it really it really is a blessing to to be Mm -hmm. able to to do lunch with you it's really a blessing to get together because automatically you're sharing with me something that the Lord's putting on your heart. And I'm always, I love it. I always mm-hmm. love spending time with you. Or we're going through something yes. that we need to, yeah. uh, you know, need just to, to bounce off of yes. each other. Yeah, some encouragement, some stress, <laughs> yep. some prayer. It is such an awesome thing to have someone in your life that you can do that with. And I'm really thankful to yeah, have I you, too. Judy. Okay, well, we're going to end this podcast. Like I said, it's a little earlier than we thought, but we just wanted to fill this out. And um, so we're going to say goodbye, and we're hoping that maybe sometime um, in the near future uh, we'll have another one. And we invite you guys to get together, and why don't we plan on doing like 
And as of now, this is, and I'm saying Rolla or Inez because people know me as both the names, uh, saying uh, we'll just do lunch. Yeah, we'll do lunch again. Yes. Thanks for joining us.